0: Michael is in your presence The archangel Michael is in your presence And every time Michael Have his appearance to be made known Because he's there in your defense. Your storm is over. Because the battle is not yours. It's the Lord's. Therefore, we already know the outcome. Victory. So Michael not coming to fight for you. Michael is coming to celebrate with you. Because you are using your weapons and you're fighting the good fight spiritually, positively, which is a faith. You're going to hear a lot about faith because we are pulling from a supernatural world that requires faith. The just shall live by what? Faith. God dealt to every man the measure of what? Faith. And without what? Faith, it's impossible to please God. Michael is here to celebrate you using your faith. Faith is not forced, it's grace. You are aware of the grace. As you and I open up our eyes due to God, open them up day to day. Our first thought is thanks. And when we have that thought on our mind, which comes from our heart, because as a man think of in his heart, so is he. And what a man speaks of, it comes from his heart. And what's in our heart comes from our soul, comes from our spirit, all of our being. And we're blessing the Lord on our soul without even physically moving. Bless the Lord on our soul by enduring. Bless the Lord on our soul by stirring ourselves up. Blessing the Lord on our soul by continuing. Period. By continuing. You are responsible as a representative of Christ, same as I, to keep the atmosphere lit, to keep the atmosphere set for change. Having it open and freely open for heaven to move, however, heaven wants to move by invading your turtoid while you taking back turntoys? You have to know how important you are. Many of the time we are looking at other people and we are thinking that ministry is doing unto other people, but ministry first starts within. If I don't know, how can I tell you what I don't know? If I don't feel, how can I release unto you what I don't feel? If I don't encounter, how can I release you to have an encounter? If I don't know what it's like to have one myself? Everything starts within the fruits of the spirit starts within the knowledge of the gifts of the spirit starts within a relationship with God starts within. That's why it's called a personal, a personal, not a professional relationship. It's personal. I wake up because of purpose. I'm blessed because of purpose purpose. I'm grace because of purpose. I'm spared because of purpose. I'm redeemed because of purpose. I'm restored because of purpose. I'm seated because of purpose. I have the mind of Christ because of purpose. I'm a representative of Christ because of purpose. I'm an ambassador for Christ because of purpose. For Christ I live, for Christ I die because of purpose. Not the life that I used to live nevertheless not I but Christ that live within me because of purpose. I remember because of purpose. I'm renewed because of purpose. I'm refreshed because of purpose. The wisdom of God teaches us about purpose. You set your atmosphere and you keep your atmosphere set. It doesn't matter what's on every side. But yet, but yet, but yet, but yet, you have purpose therefore you're never forsaken. You have purpose therefore you are never struck down. You have purpose therefore you're never destroyed. Hallelujah. You're walking through a door that take many to walk through 10, you understand? Because of your purpose, Satan is after you because of your purpose, lying on you because of your purpose, trying to cause people to manipulate on you because of your purpose, agitate you because of your purpose, trying to confuse you because of your purpose, but you endure because of your purpose, you get full of praise because of your purpose. You be thankful because of your purpose. Your purpose is very valuing. It's valued in the kingdom. These are not words to take lightly. Nothing of God is light. It carries weight, there are action. You are a masterpiece. That's purpose. You are a city on a hill that cannot be hidden. That is purpose. You are the salt of the earth. Don't lose your flavor because of purpose. You are a lamp. You are a lamp. You are a candle. Who puts a candle under a bed? No. It lights up the room because of purpose. Wherever you go, it lights up the atmosphere because of purpose. Don't you ever think to go dim because you have purpose. Satan is upset because of your purpose. He thought he had you like he thought he had Christ. Take a moment and think for a second while I'm speaking, please. Before Satan was Satan, we all know he was Lucifer. Worshiping with God, worshiping God, worshiping with Christ. Worshipping amongst, you know, heavenly hosts, angelic hosts, angelic beasts, day to day as a worship leader, a bright and morning star, spiritually describing, falling to his knees with God, with Christ, right there in the presence. And he's kneeling before God and kneeling before Christ. And he's singing songs of praise. Dancing and eating and supping in the kingdom. Seeing the seraphims declaring holy, holy, holy. Eating at the master's table. Going realm upon realm. Seeing God's glory upon glory. Seaten, sitting at say, sitting at Christ's feet. excuse my words the presence is heavy in here. seated at Christ's feet and skip all the way down to him having the nerve, the audacity, to try to lead Christ to tempt him three times after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. How dare you try to persuade me to worship you when you fail at my feet. And it wasn't just thousands of angels that listened to him. There were multitudes of multitudes of demons That fell with Satan that's falling angels. He went around the entire kingdom trying to get everybody to worship him. And many said, no, the ones who are still there in the kingdom. And there are many who said, yes, but think about that for a second. What could he have said? It don't matter if we read what he did say, but what could he have said in that atmosphere, that very moment, to have them to be persuaded to think otherwise when they already had everything? It don't get no better than this, Lucifer. What are you talking about? You can't do nothing better than this. We encountering better upon better. Just like Eve. What do you mean? I'm in God's image and likeness. you understand he have came to you and not many a times and now we are free we know how much we have been bound now we're like what was we thinking but thank God for salvation because there's no salvation for him but there is salvation for you know your purpose. Keep your atmosphere shifted. That's your responsibility. Being Christ-like. He always looked up. He always prayed. He kept the atmosphere set for change. Even though it was trouble on every side. Unbelief on every side. Doubt on every side. Rejection on every side. But yet, he's still tuned into the kingdom. You will now have to stay tuned to the kingdom. We have to stop looking from the kingdom and looking to the trouble and then letting the trouble separate the atmosphere for no good change because they have us to change our minds. Now, I'm quickly on here because God said to me, Be careful who you share things with. Everybody has a set of friends that you know front and back, and you know you can call them a real friend. And then we have people that we say friends, but there are people that we just socialize with. And there are some we just, you know, cool, hey, and that's randomly that we speak to, but we still consider them to be a good person. Everybody is not to be in your corner. Everybody is not to be in your space. Everybody is not for you to let your guards down and set no boundaries. And they can run all over you, your life and your ministry, your mind, your soul, your spirit, and your body. You have to be spiritually led. So do I do anything regarding people that's in our face, on our list, on our emails, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, neighborhood, job. It doesn't matter. People is people. And guess what? People are subject to change their minds, subject to change their hearts, regarding you, themselves, or anybody else. Some of us telling too much personal information to people who don't really even care. And we're thinking that they're for us but they're usually actually against us. You ever see somebody have someone around them who they know they cannot stand? I don't like you, I can't stand you, but I'm just around you because I have an obsession over you, whether we're friends or not. And I don't just mean relational girl and boy. It could be boy and boy, girl and girl. We homegirls. You ever see somebody who's just that envious, that jealous? They want to be beside you. They want to follow you. They want to study your life and see your every move, not for you to prosper, To see what can they do to destruct it, to become destructive. God said we're talking too much to people that is not trustworthy about people that God have placed in our lives, in our place and in our lives. Now I'm going to give you a dream what God has given me. There were some men telling their boys about the women that they're about to marry. And showing them what their women are out here doing for the kingdom. And they're showing out of excitement. Look at what I'm doing. Look at what God using her to do. Look at what God using me to do. Look at our ministry. Look, look how powerful it is. And some be like, yeah, that's powerful. That's powerful. Oh, my goodness. And then some people will start feeling like, you know what? For those who are not trustworthy. It's just like a female telling her girlfriends what goes on in their bedroom all the time. And a female taking in all that information. And then when you see that guy, first thing you think about is, what can I do to get him to do that unto me? You telling me things that I want a man to do unto me. Then they start looking at your man. at your woman because what we're telling that should not have been told and that should already have been taught and in this dream prophetically God showed me the man was just going on and on and it was out of excitement look at this woman look what she's doing look what she's doing yes yeah, she's so beautiful yes yeah, she loves me look how she talks to me look how she talking about yeah wow You guys are going to have a lot of fun. She's open. She's honest. These women are open. They're honest. They are all in one. And then some of them go behind your back in this dream. Some of them went behind their back, excuse me, in this dream. And begin to reach out to those women to see if they can have a chance to steal the women from out of you, from out of your hands out of your purpose, out of your destiny, out of your calling, out of your fulfillment, out of your persevering, out of your endurance, out of your empowerment, out of your advancing, out of your growth, out of your testimony. And we all know by having a great sense the people that we call friends, we know that everybody not to actually be called friends, even though we are friends. And I may have felt trustworthy to carry that title as a friend. But Christ called us all friends because we are all on one accord. But there are some of us not aware of what one accord actually even mean. Come on, tell the truth, shame the devil. Now I can say we all friends every day and night. But how many times I have to turn my cheek? How I many times so I have to push past? How I many times so I have to take a knife out my back? You take a knife out your back. Due to someone falling into diverse temptation. But with the God Saver Garden, count it all joy. And these men were searching ways to get in touch with these women behind their quote unquote friends back. Shoot, I can have her for myself. He's not worth her. Let me see if I can steal her. Let me see if I can have a chance with her. Let me see if she will want to be with me. Let me reach out to her behind his back and just message something, even something like social media. Let me message her and say, hello, beautiful. Let's see what she will say after that. Let me start off by saying you're powerful to get a conversation going behind his back. Let me see if she respond behind his back respond behind her back. But God didn't show me men with women. God showed me men with men. And it's not to say, oh, who is not to be trusted. No, you just be mindful what you say out your mouth. Some of us running our mouths too much and we got people thinking other ways and we're thinking other thoughts. Like they, you know, for us. Happy for us. Excited with us. Whole time there are many who are behind the back saying, what can I do to take that for myself? You tell me everything I want to hear. That's why everything is not for everybody. We hear stories like this all the time. That's why many men and many women do not leave their spouse or their partner by themselves with their friend or their company. Because even to have a thought like that, that means something in the atmosphere is not trustworthy. And sometimes it's not even about whether you're trustworthy or not. You could be found trustworthy. It just means that I'm not going to open a door that should not be opened. So let me use wisdom and have you to come alongside with me. It don't mean I don't trust you. I'm just being wise. Come alongside with me. Like it makes no sense for a man to sit around a room, a woman, a room full of women, excuse me. A room filled with women. Well, you know you should excuse yourself. You know you should excuse yourself. Same thing goes for women sitting around the men. What you around my boys for? Why you want to take on me and my girls all the time? No, stay in your lane. Many of us do that for what? Attention. Why you wearing things like that in front of my company? Wear your shirt at in front of my girls. See, things like that should never, ever happen. And it's not okay to bring people that's not found trustworthy around people that are and they make sudden passes at them. And now they're sitting there with a process. What should I do about it? Should I tell that your friend of 10, 12 years try to come on to me or should I just leave it alone? I don't want to destroy a friendship, but if I don't say anything, he's going to look at me wrong. She's going to look at me wrong. Come on, tell the truth and shame every demon in devil. You understand, God didn't give me that dream for no reason. Oh, your girl, oh, she be saying what to you? And some even give you negative feedback that we really trust because they don't want it to come to pass. Because instead of them being excited, then they start thinking about themselves. And every time we think about ourselves, God receives no glory. Because there goes lies, manipulation present when we think about ourselves. What can I do to cause this thing to not happen? Because, you know, it's not happening for me. How many times we testify over and over on what God is doing in someone's life that we are about to connect with, and some people go from happy to say, Okay, you ain't got to say no more. That's all you talk about. That's all we hear. And I mean negatively, not playing around with it, but like that's all we hear. I want to hear that anymore. The excitement went down. They start thinking about themselves Wow, you're about to take off. Wow, you got something great. I want your something great. Not even looking about. The heels that come up their help. Not even looking about anything good. Not even looking up to anything good. Not even looking around. Not going about it in no kind of positive way. Not even thinking about what God has for you. God has for me. Because our minds on somebody else. Regarding what we want. What they have. And that is. Under the enemies' thoughts, that's very uncomfortable to be in a situation like that, because we are opening our mouths too much. Ministry is sacred. Sacred means tangible; is to be valued not taking for granted, knowing what to say and knowing what to keep. Some of us running out mouths too much. Don't he got a bad shape? Look at his chest. Now she looking at your man's chest. Look at her butt. God hooked me up. Now he looking at your woman's butt. Let me show off what God doing for me. Let me show off this beautiful queen. Let me show off this beautiful, handsome king. And guess what? They looking like, wow, I names going to look like that. And I'm not saying for those who are found trustworthy, those who are not found. And we have them in a category who we connect with. Be very careful. We hear the story of David. He had that woman husband on the front line, make sure he got murdered because I want your wife and she going to carry my kid. And God took his kid, her kid away. And he was convicted so greatly. Now imagine that. And then once he repented, he had Another. But before he went through that process of receiving a good outcome, he had to go through that process of conviction. This man is dead because of me. All these women here, I'm a king, and yet I have her husband killed because I want her. Out of all these women who want me, I want her husband. This hard working man, this loyal man, this honoring man who's sacrificing his life so that I can live to protect this land. And yet i get him killed because I want his wife. Many people feel like you don't deserve that woman. I felt it in this dream. You don't deserve that woman. She too beautiful. She too powerful. I want her. The ones who I found not to be trustworthy. I want her. I want her for myself. And I don't care what it looked like. She made her own decision if she want me or you. Don't get mad at me, player. You got to hate the game. And that's what God showed me. Us women do it too. Girl, he be doing this. He be doing that. He be saying this. Girl, look what he got me. Look what he got. And a lot of, and look, we have female friends and male friends that'd be very happy. But we have those who we know we don't even tell everything to. We know we shouldn't because they're not trustworthy. But we still keep them in a corner, close to our heart, close to our lives. And got to be very careful with that. Hallelujah. Some of us been hurt so much by people and have not really let all of it go, and not aware, when we enter into a new relationship, those characteristics come out. Insecurity, and blaming, assuming, accusing, not trusting, And majority of the time, the person is very trustworthy and like, you know, I can't take this anymore. Because I'm gonna tell you like this, there is nothing more dishonoring in a relationship than for you to be a person that's trustworthy and not be trusted. For you to know that you're with someone who is insecure. Insecurity is the opposite of confidence. And nobody want anybody who's not confident, who has low self-esteem for no reason at all. So be mindful what you're telling your boys that are not really your boys. Your girls that you know that you don't even, you know, call on the regular to claim as your friends. Because the enemy is that treacherous. Who can I use to do whatever to destroy? However, you understand? So be mindful what you're saying. Everybody that you know that's not trustworthy is not supporting you like you think they are. They're smiling. And they're like, I wish it was me. I wish I could have. How come you? And start looking at you insignificantly. You do this, you got a problem with this, and you like at this and this. Without all of this, you standing on nothing. And this person, this, 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 why they want you? Why you want her? Why you want him? But God didn't show me the women and the men, and the women with their friends. Just take it. He showed me the men. With their so-called boys that are not trustworthy as boys, and you already know who those handful of boys are. Oh, they—oh, somebody I just talked to. You know, they, you know, they ain't—they ain't nobody I would call a friend. But you know, we cool. Yeah, look out for those who you call cool. That's what God is saying. Look out for those ones you call cool, but the ones you call friend—you being filled with Holy Spirit, have you to know and confess that they are friend for a reason. But those you call cool, be mindful what you tell them. Do you understand? Be very mindful, because God showed me how some of them was going behind your back and looking up the person name that you've been showing them, and looking at them themselves. What can I do to steal this woman from this man? what can I do to keep this woman to myself? I want somebody powerful, I want somebody beautiful, and don't even know, because they're not even operating in knowledge because they're suffering due to a lack thereof because they're thinking about themselves. When we're selfish, we're not operating like God, so we're operating like mere men. So there goes, you understand, a mere man attitude. Not even aware God has somebody for you. Not even thinking about what God has because you're not even thinking about God at the time. Think about self. And that is so dishonoring. God give me all these testimonies in the Bible like Leah and Rachel. And the father Laban. That is so disrespectful. Jacob confronted Laban. Matter of fact, he confronted Rachel first. He seen her first, ran into her. Like a second or third cousin, something, fourth cousin, something like that. She was drawing water tending the sheep. He was on his way, see her father. Oh, you're my relative. Oh, wow, welcome. He went to Laban. He was working for him. And Laban said, you know, your family. Let me take good care of you. Let me increase your pay. Let me give you a promotion. And then Jacob began to make a request. May no, I want Rachel. Ah, but you must get the eldest. What can I do to get Rachel? Okay, you work for me. You get her. Okay. There goes a celebration of him and Rachel. But when it's time to lie down, when it was time to lie down, it wasn't Rachel. So you got to think about the storyline. How he was deceived very greatly. He's a man of God. He's not going to lie down with any woman unless he's married to her. So that celebration was a marriage between him and Rachel. But he didn't lie down with his wife. He lied down by being tricked with her sister. Because Leah was a quote-unquote hater of her own blood, Rachel. Because the word described that Leah was the one that was easy to conceive, very fertile But Rachel was the one that was carrying the beauty. So she was the one looked at a lot. So Leah didn't like that. You get all the attention. I can't stand you. So what can I do as a spoiled brat? Let me go to daddy and ask daddy, can we trick this man who married you that I lied down with him? So now he has to marry me. Because I am fertile. He lied down with me. I was pregnant immediately with his eldest son out of 13 children that he had conceived. And he lied down with Leah. You know the story. Thinking it was his wife. And by the laws back then, if you lie down with that woman, you have to marry her. She's yours. That was the culture. So he went back to Laban. How dare you, you guys trick me! His own flesh and blood will work for me another set of years. Then you can have Rachel. Well, you told me I was going to have Rachel in the first place. Well, in our culture, you have to marry the eldest one first. But he didn't say that. (laughs) Leah knew that, but Jacob didn't know that. He wasn't from that part of town. They left that important news out. So you marry the youngest one, but sleep with the oldest one. And then you have to marry the eldest one and wait to get the one that you really wanted. Because she was that envious and jealous that her sister had a great man who was willing to do whatever for her. And her sister watched and got envious and wanted him for herself. And he worked, he finished his labor, he received Rachel. By that time, Leah was on the third, fourth child. All that to say, listen to Holy Spirit when it comes to what we say out of our mouths. What to say and what not to say because are we really found trustworthy and trustworthy is not just not cheating physically no it means not cheating with our mouth not cheating with our hearts not cheating with our you know our minds our emotions not telling what we ought not to tell not testifying things that are sacred Wanting people to know what we really have in a way that we shouldn't really say at all. Many of us are married and telling our boys, telling our girls what our spouses are like in the bed. What do you think going to happen with that? And many of us are talking about what they should be doing in the bed and they are not. What do you think they're going to do with that information? Why do I even know about any of that? And why are any of us complaining as a helpmate anyway like that? When we can set the atmosphere for change, why sit there and let it crumble down when it's built upon a solid foundation anyhow? Let me let you hear how much he want me. Let me let you hear how much she's attracted to me. What do we get out of that? It went from testifying to now gloating and bragging. And people take it like that. Now you're bragging because that's all we hear now. And some of us are really testifying, and some of our testimonies became bragging. Now we're bragging. Now we're thinking about ministry in a different way regarding marriage. Look what I have. Look what I'm about to receive. Look at my man. Look at my man of God. Look what he's going to do for me. Look at my woman of God. Look what she's going to do with me and do for me. That's not ministry. So are we really mature to receive? If this message apply, receive. If it doesn't, intercede with me. Because God would have not shown me that if it had not been happening right now. And when God showed me how somebody boys... Go behind their back and try to reach out to the woman, though. Hello, woman of God, you're powerful. Oh, you're a beautiful sister, quote unquote. Yeah, get out of here, dude. Stop playing. Stop playing. And it's so dishonoring. Because the thing is, People take it out on the person because you're responsible for those people. These are your friends, quote unquote. Well, I ain't know they was like that. Well, you brought them over here. You brought these girls in my house. Why they bending over in front of me? Why they calling me on my phone? How they get my number? Why they asking me personal things? me to feel uncomfortable. These are your girls. These are your boys. Why they calling me behind your back? Messaging me behind your back? Put me in an uncomfortable situation that I can tell you to destroy a friendship of years of before you're not even met. How uncomfortable is it to tell you that your friend made a pass at me? And how uncomfortable is it for people to say the truth and the people take up for their friends and as if the person lied and they're telling the truth? Or oh, they would never do that. My friends don't do that. It's you. Let me go ask them. Did you do that? No, but they would never do that. See, they would never do that. Now, how uncomfortable is that? <laughs> And they know they did. Sometimes we tell people, don't say anything, please. And what's the first thing we do, guys? We like, "Uh uh-uh, we have to say something. Even when we say, don't look back there. Hold on, they right there. Don't look, don't look. What do we say? Don't look. And what do they do? They look. I said, don't look, not right now. Wait, they, you know, they right there. And people that, you know, are encountering that, like you and I have encountered that, we know what's happening. Because we have done it. We know what it looked like for somebody to say, don't look, don't look. We know what that facial expression look like. And somebody look with that look on their face, what it look like. Turn around, Lord, lightly, slightly, and look like, oh, okay. And you like, I said, don't look. Let's tell the truth and shame every demon, every devil. You understand? Shame the devil and shame every demon. Basically. <laughs> I felt that in that dream from God. It felt so dishonoring. It felt so disrespectful. It felt so And don't think that a woman don't trust you or a man don't trust you because they don't have you alone with their mate or their friend that's soon to be, you are not sure already, be aware of that. And no matter how innocent it seems, be aware of that. As a single, you don't hang out with married couples. Yeah, they're cool, but stay in your lane until the time. Then you can hang out with them all. Whoever, however it be. Listen to the Holy Spirit to me. And nor should married couples hang out with people that are single. Now, if it's your friend and they're not yet married, that's different. I mean, somebody who you just getting to know, you must wait. Girls with girls and the boys with the boys. Why would I have my girl with my man? Why would I have, you understand, why would he have me with his boys? Why am I out in the living room with him and his company? Many of us do things for attention because we think if we get another eye, we feel like we are attractive. But because we feel so insecure within, we have to think that treacherous. Let me wear these tight jeans in front of this man of God because if I look back, he's looking at me. I'm standing up. Not even aware that's innocent blood on our hands. Let me drop this dollar bill or this $20 bill and see if this person would tell me I dropped it or keep it from me so I know whether to trust them or not. That's setting them up to fall. Because everybody's not going to think the way you're thinking. Some may be thinking Desperately. And there goes a friendship. There goes an encounter that you did not really want to happen because that blood is on your hands because now you're responsible for them going through that process of repentance. Let me dress like a homeless person and come to church and see how many members in my congregation going to mistreat this homeless person or going to make them feel welcome. All that blood on your hands, because for those who are going to mistreat him, didn't have to mistreat him if you did not think that thought in the first place. Come on, someone. Come on, someone. Let me leave my phone around to see if she or see if he going to go through it. See if I can trust them. See if they insecure. Now that blood on your hands, because you just put them in a situation where they could be set up to fall. Come on. We have to honor and value each other so much that I'm not even going to do you like that. I'm not even going to put you in a situation to have to make a decision like that. Because I honor you like that. You understand? A lot of blood on hands. Let me ask you this to see if you're going to tell me the truth or not. Because I already know what the truth is. See, that's innocent blood on your hands, on my hands. And God say what? Thou should not kill. Kill means to destroy one's confidence. It don't always just mean With a weapon physically to murder you. No, destroy your confidence. To murder you verbally. To murder you mentally. Emotionally. That's abuse. Hallelujah. Glory be unto God. So be mindful what we're out here saying. That's nobody business what your girl do at home. Your wife do at home. Your man do at home. Your husband do at home. Showing pictures. Some of us get too comfortable showing pictures. and Showing text messages. Look what he said he going to do when he get home. Look what she said she going to do. And some of you feel comfortable to ask. Do they do this? Yeah. How is it? Oh, let me tell you. That is so dishonoring. That is so dishonoring. And for someone to have that knowledge of you that's so intimate that amongst a husband and a wife as a helpmate, as a soulmate. And you come around them and they already have a description of you in a way they're not supposed to have. And we wonder why they start looking at us. Wanting to get to know us. Start flirting quote unquote biblically. Hey, powerful woman of God. Hey, you mighty man of valor. You so strong. You so handsome. You so powerful. Stop flirting and using scripture. You want to hear how much this person loved me? You want to hear about how this person care about. Me. You want to see, you want to see, you want to see. Look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. Hear this, hear this. You have to protect your ministry. If it's left wide open, who's not going to run in? And try to tear it down without even being aware. Because it's not theirs to keep. So they wouldn't know how to do what to do, when to do, where to do regarding your ministry. You understand? How dare I, how dare any of you To open our mouth in areas that is not supposed to be open, but close them when it's time to be open. Hallelujah. Don't put no one in that uncomfortable situation. I am not that woman. I would never sit around with nobody, man. No, I'm gone with you. Don't even leave me. Hold on, wait. Don't leave me there. Now I trust you. I trust them. But I don't feel comfortable with around a man. I don't I don't what am I sitting around you for? I'm being real and nothing against you. What am I sitting around you for? What are we talking about? Nothing. Yeah, the sky is blue. Yeah. Yeah, your name is this. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I'm not sitting around you. Don't ever leave somebody with your man. Not to say that they're going to do anything. No. It feels uncomfortable. Well, I'm going to leave you with my man so I can let you know I'm not insecure. I know that. Neither am I. So take them with you. (laughs) You understand? This is my attitude. Be wise. But my old attitude was: well, if you feel like you're gonna do that, then you wasn't never mind in the first place. <laughs> but that's not always the case. Because there are people out here who are for you and I, and they just in a situation, a walk in the hard place. And some make terrible decisions. And guess what? That's your mate. <laughs> but let's not put them in situations like that where we got to think about for worse. Let's just keep thinking about for the better regarding that vow. You understand? And then wonder why your girl number in your boy phone. What you mean? How this even happened? When we all hang out, we all cool. Hold on, you are not cool, not us. Can I go with you guys? Why you want go, we all cool, no, not us. <laughs> it should never be I'm on a date with someone, friend who's just single like that. Or you, and I'm just single like that. There's no way. I don't want to come. Why am I even there? Do your thing. Some of us got friends that want to tag along to be nosy. And some of us want them to tag along so we can feel more confident. I feel better if you go. I don't know what to say around this woman. You got to go. Matter of fact, sit at the other table over there. Like God don't know. Like God is not there. Come on. Hallelujah. Come on now. And then get knocks at the door and they know you're not home or I'm not home. What you doing knocking on my door? Oh, I thought you was home. I know such and such was going to be there. Okay, but why are you there when they there? You understand. To eliminate all of that, use wisdom. It's available. It's free. It doesn't run out. It only increases. <laughs> There's no way. You know how many women feel like, you know, if I get an eye, then I feel like I'm beautiful. I feel like I'm sexy. If I would dress quote unquote scandalous and somebody look at me, people look at my shape and did I know that somebody likes me? No, somebody lusting you. Don't even know you. They just see you on the outside. Because that's how you feel about yourself, what you see on the outside. And guess what? What's on the outside is what? Subject to change. You understand? Men do it too, stop. Let me show this. I thank God for the wisdom today because Man, now I see how much growth I have received from the things I have said out of my mouth. (laughs) Just in this preparation alone. Hallelujah. I am so serious. And I thank God for growth. Spiritual growth. Spiritual growth, man, is so rewarding to have. But when you think about what you have grown from, <laughs> it's rewarding to, that you can look back and laugh. <laughs> that means that is over with. When you can look back and laugh, you move past that. <laughs> if you're still upset about it, still skeptical, still, you understand, regretful, that means you're still walking in that. And God me to get on here because stop telling your boys everything. Stop. The boys that's not trustworthy. The ones you say, oh, we just we, we cool. Because they are looking at your woman for themselves, for those who can apply to this. Holy Spirit gonna touch your heart and touch your spirit and touch your mouth and touch your mind if this applies to you right now. <sighs> Because that can hinder a process. That can hinder a marriage. There's nothing uncomfortable for a woman than to have her husband, friend, or boy come on to her where he's not around. Sneaking, finding ways to reach out to her. Same goes for the women and the men. Which are doing hanging out? Hallelujah. Greater is he that is in us than he who is in the world. I love you.